The contents of our show have many references to alcohol and drinking. We want to acknowledge our friends in recovery and let them know we love you and support you. If you or someone you know is a person with substance use disorder, you can call 1-800-662-HELP. Sitters here, taxis not far, meet you at the closest bar. No toddler cries until sunrise, slowly sip that whiskey ride. Gather parents for us near, it's time to hit that bottle of beer. Hi, everyone. Oh, hi. Hi. How are you? Um, good, good. Yeah, good right now. I'm good right now. How are you doing? Good? Yeah. Um, also doing, doing okay. Welcome to Hitting the Bottle. Yeah, that's the podcast you're listening to right now. <laughs> it is. Um, if you didn't know it, now you know. If you don't know, now no. you know. <laughs> oh, it was the theatrical version. <laughs> It was the Elsa version. I just felt oh, like a little Elsa-ish there. I'm like, if you don't know, no, you know. I know. I, like... just did, I just didn't want to go further than that, so I switched it up to like a little Elsa spin. Really <laughs> this is a parenting it. podcast again, or as I said Hello. last week, this is a fucking parenting podcast, so. Hello, we talk about fucking parenting and how <laughs> beautiful it is. Um, anyway, well, this week we decided to, we're just kind of. Gonna, we're gonna uh, we're gonna do some venting. We're just gonna kind of talk about shit. We're gonna talk about what's been going on. We're gonna reconnect with uh, how sh- lovely being a parent is. And um... <laughs> sounded like you wanted to say shitty. <laughs> no, 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 no. I would never. Uh, except I do all the time. But no, this week's interesting. It's been an interesting week. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, yeah, definitely for you. <laughs> for yes, yes, yeah, yeah. I mean, should I talk about it a little bit? I think you should talk about it a little bit. Okay. Talk about it as much as you want, but. Um. So everybody knows I'm a single mom. If you listen to this podcast, you know I'm a single mom. I might mention it every episode <laughs> once. Um. But I, you know, uh, it's. It's tough sometimes, but Joe, uh, who I mention not so often, but enough, uh, is here this week, and it has been surprisingly lovely, and I say surprisingly not on any effect of Joe or for any reason of about him, uh, but more so because it's it's a stressful thing. You know, he hasn't been around for a year. Because of COVID, because of all the things, and here he is, and it was a moment, right? You know, you don't really know what to expect, um, and I didn't really know how I was going to react to him physically being here. You know, there's yeah. that moment where you open the door to somebody that you kind of hate a little bit. Yeah. Um, like, let's be real. Like, there's a little bit of anger, sure, uh, and that visceral reaction, right, that we talked about with right. Aaron, right? Exactly, and. Um, which I talked to my therapist this week and she was, it was, uh, it's all enlightening. She's lovely. But, but yeah, so, um, so we got here Monday and uh, we did a gradual thing so that I could feel comfortable with him being alone with Owen. Uh, he was very respectful. He's been very, 
um, responsive and honestly, Owen, like Joe, I, Joe came over Monday night, started cooking dinner. And I was like, I'll get Owen. I'll bring him back. I bring Owen back. And he's like, like, didn't say a word, just like held onto him and didn't let go. Like Joe picked him up and they just like hugged. Uh, and it was super sweet. And we had the night, um, Owen fell asleep and then Joe left and like, we did it all together. Kind of like bath time we did together, books we did together, dinner. Yeah. And basically I was like, let me show you how it kind of works so that you can feel comfortable doing it. Cause I'm just going to kind of back off and let you yeah. have that time. And the second Owen woke up on Tuesday morning, he comes out of his bedroom and he's like, daddy. Oh, and I was like, oh. Ew, wait, hold on. Let me erase that all real quick. Just, just for the. <laughs> no, no, I, no, it's legit. Aw. Okay. No, legit. I like, I felt, I have felt, it felt positive. Yeah. I didn't feel like, oh, you want your daddy. It was I like, know. I it know. felt like, oh, good. This is good. This is positive. Because I think there's a part of this, this bitter anger that comes through that you're like, oh, your daddy's not here and he hasn't sure. been here. And I don't feel that. And I think that uh, that's been really kind of eye-opening. And honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm glad that I can not feel that way yeah. because it's been hard and I was angry. Um, but I care about Owen and Owen's relationship with his dad is important. And if it's positive, then it's positive. And if I can nurture that and be a supporter of that in whatever way that makes sense, then I want to. Um, so yeah, so his first words, waking up going, daddy, I was like, oh, well, he's not here. But um, but then, then you know, Joe shows up. Joe shows up the next morning and he's there. And he even texted me. He was like, do you want a coffee? And I was like, who are you? What? Yeah. Yes. Um <laughs> Obviously. He knows he knows you're gonna talk about it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, I know. He's like, wait, let me uh Sarah, I'm I've changed my life now. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, but no, no, no. He he he's been great. He's been he was there in the mornings and um I don't know if I told you this or not. Did I tell you this? I don't know. Uh the other morning he wasn't here yet, and he said that he was coming. And it was like 7.15 and he, he hadn't gotten there yet. And I picked up my phone to text you because I could start, I I had felt nothing but like positive energy and, and good about everything until that moment. And he wasn't there. And I was like, is he really not going to text me and tell me he's running late? Like there was just that moment of uh, a, a sort of like uh, PTSD thinking about yeah. our old relationship. And like, oh, here we and, go again. Oh, here we go again. Oh, oh, I shouldn't have, you know, I shouldn't have any expectations. I've been trying to have low expectations, but I shouldn't right. have any apparently. And as I was texting you, legit wrote like, okay, I'm getting, I can feel it in my, I'm bubbling. I could hear the door opening and I like set my phone down and like went in the other room <laughs> and I was like, okay, all right. And it, you know, so he's, he's, um, it's been positive. I know that he cares about Owen and yeah. uh, I think that the lack of pressure I'm putting on him and what I'm expecting out of him is helping because I think that I used to just be so aggressive with it because I just wanted help so badly. Mm -hmm. um, and now I'm in a different place where I don't need his help. I don't need his help. Uh, yeah. But if he wants to be a part of it, I want to be supportive of that. So it's just like an interesting, very different world this week than 
any time in the past. And, um, you know, he like going to go to bed and we sit and we chat for a little bit and then he leaves. And it's like, it just feels like, um, what I would have called parallel parenting maybe is, is, you know, this week it's a co-parent situation since he's here and and we'll see what happens when he leaves. But, Mm -hmm. um, I was stressed the fuck out when I did leave them for the first time alone. But I think that was just because I maybe had a little too many cold brews. Uh, And by too many, I mean two, which is too many. You shouldn't have one if you're anxious. Like cold brew is like fucking coat. Like cold brew is. I saw this meme today actually. What was it? It was like, um. It wasn't about cold brew, but it was a, a, a Starbucks order, and it was like this guy on TikTok saying, "If Starbucks baristas really talk to customers as they really want to, it was like a a venti latte with four shots of espresso." And the guy was like handing the drink, and he goes, "You should just do Coke." <laughs> <laughs> like it's true. That's aggressive. Four shots of espresso, of espresso sounds it's a little aggressive. Tr- well, I feel like uh, one cold brew is for sure. Cold brew is the devil. Cold brew is like, <laughs> oh, you have anxiety? Let me multiply it by yeah, right. 3,000. That's Good why luck. I don't drink coffee. <laughs> I know. It's stupid. And then uh, I had a second one. So when I left them, I was like, all right, you guys enjoy bath time. Do it all. I'm going to go to Target. And I'm in Target like... I had listened to a, a, of course, a crime podcast on my way to Target, and then I was walking around Target. Like, what's gonna happen? Is there? Is there? I, I. It doesn't matter where my mind went. But then when I got back from Target, Owen was in bed, and I couldn't find. This is the dumbest thing. I couldn't find my kitchen scissors. Oh right. And for some reason. You know the kitchen scissors. Okay, moms, yeah. moms, dads, dads, moms that cook food for your kids. You know the kitchen scissors, the ones that you cut all the shit up with, the nuggets, the grapes, the kitchen scissors that yeah. you cut shit with. They're there in your hand at any given time. They're around. You don't yeah. lose the kitchen scissors, yeah. the cutting yeah. kids' food scissors. They're gone. <laughs> Can't find them anywhere. And I just like, I'm like, Joe, did you see those? He, he's like, no, you know, just nonchalantly. Like, I don't know, Sarah. Like, I, I don't know where they are. But for, to me, that's suspect like why doesn't he know where they are how has he never used them I'm so confused Mm -hmm. did he pocket them what is he going to do with them later now he has keys to the apartment is he going to come back and is he going to kill me with those scissors I mean this is how bad that cold brew was affecting me I'm telling you it was the cold brew and then uh he went to the bathroom and I had my back towards the bathroom and I was like he's going to come out with those kitchen scissors because he's so mad at me for, you know, whatever. These uh, are the side effects happened. from watching <laughs> too much <laughs> true crime. Too much true crime and too much cold brew. Do yeah. not make a good. Anyway, he, I, think he, thought I was, he thought I was insane. It was just like, he's like, Sarah, I don't know. And when I left, when I left for this weekend, which I'll talk about in a second, but uh, I was like, Sarah, did you find those kitchen scissors? Oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know you brought it up to him. Oh, no, I said, I was like looking for them and going, I don't understand. Have you seen them? Where are they? They're always here. <laughs> well, I find this so funny. The only reason, well, I'm laughing because it's first of all hilarious, but when you, when you first called me about it and we were talking about it a couple of days ago, it wasn't so funny because I kept laughing, thinking that you were like playfully talking about it. And then I saw the look on your face as you're on FaceTime and I'm like, oh shit, she's like serious. <laughs> like 
she thinks Joe's actually going to kill her with fucking scissors. And this is how she's going out. And how do I not laugh about this and just be there for my friend? Because right now I just want to laugh. I knew I was, I knew it was all wrong. I knew it was insane. And I said, I think I even said to you, like, why would he not choose a knife? Why would yeah. he choose the safe scissors? You're like, because that would be the obvious choice, right? <laughs> notice the knife was missing i'm gonna notice that these and it just he knows. i was just so freaked out about <laughs> i he yeah he was like these scissors are gonna get her because she's not even gonna realize it's mm-hmm. i don't know so have you found the scissors no and i'm like did i it's did scissor I gate 2021 out, scissor gate 2021 mm-hmm. did i black out and did they break and i threw them away and i don't remember right. because you said like, you push you put them in the dishwasher right they're either in the dishwasher or in my hands. Like, they're... <laughs> I use them so much. Those are the only two places. I sleep with them in my... Like, I, I have... With your fingers in the loops. <laughs> you wake Edward. up and you're like, why do I have scratches all over my face? This is so weird. <laughs> Just call me Edward Sissies. <laughs> Sarah Sissies. Do not call me Edward Sissies. Don't call anyone. <laughs> We're calling you Sarah Scissors from now on. Sarah Scissors. Hey, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, I thought about it. Nice thing. For the record, not each other once again. Yes, please. Someone actually said to me again today, (laughs) after we posted the picture of you and me, they're like, oh, I can kind of see it now. And I'm like, what? Also, from that photo, we're like, like in the you distance. You can't even see us. First of and all, you don't even you don't know where my hands are. <laughs> oh, I love it. I do love it though. It's it makes me laugh. Yeah, um, it's quite it's funny. Just, you know that people need to find a reason. Yeah, but um, can I ask you real quick how did, how because you're kind of on a new sleep um schedule I guess with Owen how did Joe kind of handle all of that um he's been okay um uh, Owen went okay so Owen went to bed a little late this week but like 7 8 closer to 8 and it hasn't it's it's I've expressed that it's very important to get him into bed and make sure he doesn't wake up but Owen is still he's basically still been sleeping through the night. He'll wake up a little bit before his light goes off and he comes out and goes, I have to poop or whatever. Yeah. Usually he does, and I let it go and I make him get back in bed. So um but um but today Joe didn't get him to nap. So I got like a call. Or I called them and I was like, How can I help? And um Owen wasn't <laughs> I got a call. You're like, no, yeah. actually, no, actually, I keep calling. Them. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm like constantly on the, I'm like watching them on the Nest camera. I am, I'm sending Alicia like, look how cute they're being. And I'm not even joking. I actually took video. Yeah, no, sorry, she Joe. did, and I, I saw did. it. And they actually are. They it were, really they cute. were very cute. Um, hey, listen, I have that video camera in there for a reason. He knows it's there, so yeah. it's all. I, I was like, does he know that? You can hear and see everything. So I was like, well, I told him there's a, he knows there's a camera in there. <laughs> <laughs> he knows there's a camera in there. Yeah. 
knows because I told you today, I told you today he was like, oh, well, maybe your mom saw you not sleeping on the nest. And I think that was his test of being like, were you watching us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, no, I was too busy watching crime documentaries in bed, drinking wine and eating popcorn and chocolate. So well, I, I was not watching. I wonder if Joe, like you tell him like, I have a nest camera in that room. And Joe, like once you leave, Joe's like, Googles, what is a nest camera? <laughs> what can you see what in here? See? No, he knows because the, um, I don't know where I was, but I, I talked on it and I was like, go to bed, Owen. And they were like, Joe was like, fucking get out of here. Like, leave us alone, you psycho. But, but I have, I've been, I've not been watching it all weekend. By the way, I'm not there. I left them for the weekend. I'm in a hotel room. You are. On the beach. And, uh. One thing I do, I did, I like posted on Instagram and said, hey, you know, um, what should I do? I have three days alone. What should I do? Mm-hmm. And I know that seems so stupid to ask, but it's, it's, what, you know, what should I do? It's three days to myself. I don't even know. Uh, and I had, I had a couple of like drink a whole bottle of wine in the bath. There's no bath here. I chose, I chose poorly with my uh, <laughs> hotel. Uh, I don't think, okay. I chose, I chose poorly for what I wanted. I wanted a bath and I wanted a balcony. If you haven't seen my balcony, I'll show you a photo of my balcony. (laughs) Um, and then I got like, watch Bridgerton and drink lots of wine. I got gummies and dancing, which I thought was a great idea. Great idea. I got breathing and Xanax, which is also a good idea. Great idea. But my favorite one, Mrs. Elena says, Drink wine, smoke something, masturbate, order room service, <laughs> sleep, repeat, duh. You didn't tell me that. That's funny. Duh. I know. Yeah. I was like, yes, fuck yeah, Lena. And yes, I responded, Lena. I was like, done that once, and now I'm on crime docs, whiskey, uh, martinis. <laughs> whiskey, martinis. You, you got it? I drank it. <laughs> Tacos in bed. Oh, I had a Bloody Mary. Anyway, uh, uh, I just died. I died. I was like, Elena, that's the best. That is the best. Um, also, Elena, we're still waiting on a story from you. Just throw it back. Wait, Elena, you shared a story. No. No. My uh, my, my Elena. Oh, I, I'm sorry. We should have raised oh, that part. No. I thought you were talking yeah. about. You should have prefaced with that. Who else am I going to think? I didn't even think about it. No, 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 no. So uh, my favorite thing about Elena is that she uh, is the – this is not my favorite I almost just texted my Elena and was like, I fucking love your response. No, I know. It would have been so good if it was your Elena, but it's mine. Uh, No, this is is my high school boyfriend's um, girlfriend that he dated after me slash wife, first wife. Uh, and you know, we did not like each other because I was like devastated about Dave breaking up with me and she was the, uh, you know, the, the wife <laughs> and we did like, you know, there's, why would we like each other? Uh, and then time went on and they got divorced and, uh, he and I dated again. Oh yeah. 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 Uh, and then her and I became, became friends, friends somehow. Yep. And I, it's mm-hmm. just like, uh, I'm like, God, I just, I wish that we would have been friends. Well, you know, I wish we would have been friends the whole time and I didn't date him ever. But well, <laughs> but anyway, she's she's fucking awesome and she's got four kids and they're beautiful, beautiful, and beautiful little babies. And that's fantastic advice. And she's got good – she's funny. She's funny. Uh, honestly, Lish, 
not to be a bitch, but if you said no, I I would have hardcore pursued Elena because she <laughs> to the podcast. I'm just saying. There was a list. Okay. <laughs> and you would have said no. You were my first choice. But yeah, if you yeah, said yeah, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. backpedal, backpedal. Backup. Good luck. <laughs> Fuck off. Good luck. <laughs> So um, it was really um, fun knowing everyone, um, getting replaced. Sarah's starting a new podcast. Actually, oh. I'm actually I'm replacing Sarah. So um, with my dog, with Elena, you're gonna take Elena over now. But no, no. Well, uh, I, I really wanted to like. You, I really wanted, wanted to like you, Elena. To you. I really, really wanted to like you. What I said was, if you said no, I had backup. That's it's all like those I'm saying. It's like those. Um, I always talk about TikTok, but that's my life. Um, at nighttime. That's your midday. That's your uh, after hours. That's life. my nightcap is TikTok. But um, <laughs> those photos where it's like, uh, or videos where the somebody's like getting like leaving their house or whatever, and they're like, I have to leave because me and my husband just broke up and. Um, he oh. told me he doesn't want to be with me anymore. And the husband's like, it's not what I said. And it's like, what did I say? You're like, you said you didn't want to order Chinese food tonight. And you're like, yeah, you're just kidding. <laughs> so that's what you just did to me. I did. I'm sorry. No, that's what, we'll rec- we won't recover tonight. I'm just kidding. We will recover. And also, you're living with me soon. We're recovered. So, um. All right. Well, if anybody else is out there hurting a little bit, I'm with you. Oh. <laughs> if anybody else has been devastated by their partner. I mean just by those words. If you got offended, thank you. Because I did too. All right, listen. All right, circle back. I don't think I put on deodorant today. I'm just going to oh, go out Okay. tell Let's everyone that. that. I don't wear it anymore. Can I tell you that? I stopped wearing it. Mm-hmm. Wow. Okay, so I do want to talk about that because... I switched. I've 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 dabbled in natural deodorant, and then I go back, and then I dabble, and I go back, and it's been a thing. Actually, Emma mm-hmm. and I have experimented many a times with different deodorants to the point mm-hmm. where she once yeah. brought me the salt rock thing, mm. the crystal. Oh, that just rub it on your armpit. You just like rub a, a crystal like on a your Himalayan, armpit. It's Himalayan sea salt. <laughs> you turn on the light, and you just rub up against. <laughs> I had to throw mine out. It was getting a little exfoliation. No, um, it's like a. I I said salt rock, but it's not that. It's like a a crystal, and it's supposed to 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 take out your toxins and not make you smell or something like that. Okay, fair. So anyway, I've dabbled for many Mm -hmm. years, and then summer hits, and I'm like a water buffalo. Like there is. What did you say? A faucet? Oh, I I thought you said Velociraptor, and I'm like, sh- oh, sure, they have big I armpits. Um, I don't think they do. I don't think they do. <laughs> but a faucet does. But no, also a water buffalo. Yes. Okay, so it feels mm-hmm. a little bit like a water buffalo, and right. um, it's just a lot. I, mm-hmm. I sweat a lot under my armpit. I don't sweat so much in general anywhere else, and this is a gorgeous conversation. So you're welcome. But. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't so much sweat that much anywhere else, just in my armpits. They get very sweaty. So I switched to clinical strength and I talked to, um, um, 
this woman I know, Sheila, I was talking to Sheila about it and a while ago and she's like, oh no. She's like, I've tried going to natural deodorant. She's a nurse and she's like, I, I had to go back to clinical strength. She's like, clinical strength all the way. So I was like, okay, well, if she does it, then I can do it too. So I, I went back and I went back to it and then I ran out and I had all these like four bottles or sticks of natural, natural deodorant yeah. in my cabinet yeah. and I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to the store today. I'll try one of these. And my God, like, I know it takes a couple days or a week. I said this to someone the other day. You went back? Back to natural from clinical strength, which is like full aggression on the pits, right? Like full, like all the bad stuff. Yeah. Yeah. um, I guess, apparently. And circled back with something. I think I used native deodorant. Mm-hmm. which actually I like when you're in that vibe but anyway, this is a very long conversation about my armpits anyway it was it was just bad it was bad I was driving and I was like I think I can smell BO and I don't like the smell I don't think anybody does of BO with native okay yeah because I know that your body has to like detoxify for like seven days mm-hmm. when you're switching I just, I have, so it, it smells longer than that. yeah it smells not the best and right. well, um Anyway, the conclusion is is I'm not I'm not ready to do that. So I'm back on clinical strength deodorant. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It's okay. This is your armpit journey. If you need the <laughs> clinical strength, Welcome. do it. Thank you. And if you, you you gave the native a go. And here's the the all the other thing about it and is Kapari, like, I love Kapari deodorant. Kapari deodorant is oh, amazing. Well, so what I what I was using was um I got it. Ooh, I, I, I can't remember it, and I can't even have – I don't have the capacity to look it up right now. But it's natural, and I got it at this detox market, and um, they sold it at an urban market for – A detox for market? A it's called the detox market. It's like a, a, a beauty – like uh, beauty stuff, but natural. Like Oh, not, okay. Know. I thought it was like a farmer's um, market for detox. It's Well, it's, it's a farmer's market for – uh, beauty, like they have Ilya, they have you know. Oh, cool. Um, but they had this deodorant that I've been using, and it's it smells. It's like squash blossom. Or I don't know what the fuck it's called. <laughs> it, it smells beautiful. It felt beautiful, and then I just kept noticing that my armpits were getting like uh, itchy. Like I'd get a little bit of a rash, and I get like heat rash. I get you know my skin's yeah. sensitive, but it was happening so much, and I'm like, I don't. This is I hate this. So. Uh, call back to a couple episodes ago when my uh, electrolysis and I were listening to that podcast, The Minimalists. Yeah. Um, they talked about deodorant and how they don't use it anymore. And in that moment, when I heard them talking about that, I got home and I was like, well, I'm just going gonna, gonna to stop and see what happens. So uh, I haven't put deodorant on my armpits for about three weeks. Do you smell? Least. Um. Is it funky? Not, not, not unpleasant. I, I, you know, I, like right now, you know, it's, it smells like I rollerbladed <laughs> on the beach for three hours, which I did, which I did. And I think that's okay. That's your have natural I other Have I been around other humans? No, I've been sequestered in this hotel room <laughs> watching uh, murder shows. So everybody's spared. No, I don't know. I, I haven't noticed. Um, I don't. I, I, I think that naturally it's just like 
fine. I, I think that, you know, if it starts smelling pretty bad, I could just uh, wash just a washcloth and some soap. Okay. Well, I'll tell you next week. Yes, please tell me. But also, uh, but also, I don't give a fuck. No, I'm just kidding. No, no what I was going to say is, but also, uh, yeah, um, I don't sweat that much either. Like, I, 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 gen- I think that generally I don't sweat. I've never been a big sweater. So, you know, if somebody sweats a whole shit ton, maybe, you know, going without deodorant is not quite the right thing. But right. I don't know. I, I, uh, uh, I also maybe like my own smell. Is that gross? Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, there is this smell lately that <laughs> are we getting into smells? <laughs> so we're not going to talk about parenting at all today. We're literally just talking about our nonsense. Go nonsense. Our nonsense. And maybe tacos. And maybe, maybe yeah, tacos, tacos and drizzly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the two most important things. No, I am. Um, I, I okay. Yeah, no, you're going to all think I'm really weird, but that's okay. I wake up and I have this, like, hand smell. Like, when I wake up, I'm showing Sarah right now that you can't see me. <laughs> like, when I wake up, like, I guess I must, like, hold my face. I don't know. I don't know. It just, it's just, it's like a body smell that I've never noticed about myself in the morning. Mm-hmm. And it makes me feel, like, super comfort, com- comforted and cozy. Mm-hmm. And it's a new smell that I've found about myself but you know here's the thing I love being in a relationship with somebody or um I mean let's talk about like the way that our kids smell it's I I die for it I I love it so much and like there's something I mean you know we all know this that smell is like your biggest sensory right like Mm -hmm. it it brings you memories it brings you joy it brings you it brings you back to everything and um, there's something so comforting about a smell that makes you feel comforted. I mean, yeah. they, it can yeah. be it can it's... be whatever it is, like River's hair, like in, or the nape of her neck. Like I I love it. I love it so much. I've loved it since she was a baby. And um, I was saying the other day that like her smell is like changing as she's growing up and like doing more oh, things yeah. and all this stuff. Yeah. But I I love it so much. And um, I don't know. Maybe on this self-love or self-solo journey I'm on I'm like oh I smell nice <laughs> you yeah. know like yes, yeah you're whatever to get into no I think I uh I I li- literally said that to Joe while he was here this week I don't know if I picked Owen up when we were together in the room together I don't know what it was and Owen smelled like a wet dog a little bit because when he's at school he gets dirty yeah. as fuck like he like is like a little bit like a pig where he rolls around in mud and, and like, you know, shits on himself a little bit. <laughs> smells beautiful. But smells great. But, but, uh, but he got home from, but you'd miss the, those smells. Like you don't smell, you just smell your child. And, um, I don't know. There's just something about like our, Oh my God. I remember in college, uh, a friend of mine who meet, none of us had children, but she was doing something once and she's like, oh my God, it smells like newborn baby head. I don't know what she was smelling. I have no idea what she was smelling, but she was like, it smells like newborn baby head. And I've never forgotten that. I've never forgotten that she said that. I've never forgotten that that was a thing. I thought it was so fucking weird. I laughed. We all laughed. And then I had a baby and I was like, oh, yeah. how did she know that this was a thing? Because she yeah. wasn't, she didn't have a baby yet. So what the fuck is she talking about? But it's a thing. Like newborn baby or like baby child there's just 
your kid has a smell and it's so, ugh, it's just like, like you said, like it's like, it, it's it's one of my favorite it's, things in the, the world. It's the best thing. It's the best That's thing. That's why I'm like always here on River's cheeks. I'm always oh, like right oh, here. My yes. nose, my lips are just mm, right on her mm, cheeks all the mm, time because yes. I just want to smell and kiss her yes. and mm-hmm. and fully mm, indulge mm. entirely. Oh, oh, I miss him. I know. I know. I know. Miss him. I bet you do. I'm. You know, we do this right. We we miss our kids even when they're asleep. I have the baby monitor yes. right here, and I'm like. She looks cute and so silent. She was a nightmare three hours ago, but here, how cute is that? She's been a nightmare for 24 <laughs> hours, but now I want to go wake her Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how much do I hate myself? <laughs> Let me find out. No, but it's, um, anyway, that's a, that's a thing. And, oh, such a um, thing. such a thing. It's such a beautiful thing. It is such a beautiful thing. So, we said we were going to vent about being parents. I guess we're just mm-hmm. venting in general about whatever is coming we're to our minds. About- <laughs> so, about but we've um, we've had a couple. Our, our past episodes have been, you know, pretty um, zoned in. I think you know we had a couple guests, and then last week we talked about Black Internal Health Week, such an important topic. And you know what? I think that Sarah and I both we're going to keep that conversation going. Mm-hmm. So. Um, there's that, and if but you um, listened, please do go back and listen to yeah, that episode. Very, I, I mean, not us, but the information I think is very important mm-hmm. to um, mm-hmm. take note of. Yes. So yes. this week, yeah, we just kind of wanted to vent it all out and um, see where that takes us. I think that uh, a takeaway here is that we don't have such luxury to vent to so many people without feeling judged and we talk mm-hmm. you know we've definitely talked about that in the past talking about how when you say something the initial response might be like oh well it gets better or mm-hmm. this is a hard time but you'll get through it or oh it's just the terrible twos these kinds of things to be able to have somebody to really vent it all out to and hold no regard and rage a little bit <laughs> yes is something yes, that I haven't had until meeting Sarah or not meeting, but getting closer with Sarah and Sarah is my rage person. So not like you're raging. I'm raging to you. You're my, we fucking rage. We, we, we are, we also rage, but I, I find it kind of um, like you're my rage friend, right? Like I didn't have that person to vomit it all on because mm-hmm. you're either you don't have those people in your circle just to begin with which is very normal please like this whole idea of mom friends growing up and raising their kids together and and it's all so pretty and beautiful and adorable um isn't in my circumference I could say like it's not it's not tangible to me and and I don't see that with many other people and I think that it can be a very toxic thing to see online and social media and, and all these places to kind of see that like this is how it should be like you should have these mom sessions or these mom parties or these mom wine nights and um I think it's not as common as we portray not us but as you know the society portrays like we don't moms don't sit around and talk about things all day long because there comes so much judgment with even talking about anything not to mention really venting and raging again it's not 
common in your normal circle because you're afraid of, you know, judgment. You're afraid of like, oh, well, that you must be a bad mom. I mean, there is so much going on. And, and something that I read today that I thought was pretty interesting was like, we are so afraid of what people are going to think about us. We hold in so much. And you might have a group of people, but they might not be your people. They might be people that you know because they're your friends' kids. And like, I don't want those superficial friendships. Like, I don't want to grow up being friends with like Rivers' friends' moms. If it's, I mean, unless they're like cool, unless we vibe and we're good, like that's one thing. But we get into a place, and we society, I'm saying, we get into this place of like that's how we know our moms to just like oh go on playdates, meet people. That's how you guys should talk, and that's how you should vent. We're, I'm probably talking about, like, when's your kid's birthday? What do you, What is your kid like? I'm not being there being like, I almost fucking lost my shit today. It's not the most comfortable thing to talk about. And, you, it, again, it's it's you don't know what the other person that you're talking to about it is, like, how they're going to react or what they're going to say. So you kind of just hold off. And I think that there's, like, a sisterhood in anger that seems like it has a negative connotation to it no but yeah in anger in release in release of anger in 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 being able to express anger without being felt like a villain or being uh 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 portrayed as a villain for feeling it like right to be able to talk to a mom and say, yeah, I fucking was exhausted and my kid was being a dick and have that mom instead of going, oh, yeah, oh, we don't use those words, you know, instead of that, having that mom or or just the the uh, non-expression, which is probably even worse when I think when you express yourself uh, and someone doesn't respond, it's almost even worse. Yeah. Um, or, or, or like is very silent about it. Like it shocked you that much. Yeah. You just want someone to go, yeah, bit like, yes, friend. (laughs) Yeah, bitch. Yeah, bitch. (laughs) No, (laughs) everyone. Yes, bitch. bitch. My kid is a dick too. (laughs) You know, fucking hate that. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No. Well, there's hate sometimes, but not, no, there's not. No, no, but also like, let me say that without thinking that I'm a terrible person. Like, let me. Yes. We're so, us as women do, you know, especially like we're talking about Sarah as a single mother. Um, we do so much, I think, that, like, I, w- I was looking at these statistics, which is not really important to this conversation, but I was just looking at, like, how do people handle in society, what are the, what are the statistics about men versus women in relationships and like how does this work because if you can't vent to your partner or if you can vent to your partner or if you have like these certain friends like how how does this all come into play and it's like women innately do much more than their partners do even if they're both working it's like an actual actual statistic is like women do spend more time and I maybe I shouldn't say this but that women spend more time with their kids even if they have jobs as well well, you can say that because it's a, you're, you're what you're saying is it's a statistic, yeah, and it's something that's out yeah. there in the world that's that's proven, and I I think that we all feel it because it's yeah, true. But but, <laughs> but we're told to be silent because because what's the problem? Like, what are you doing all day? Like, 
now, I mean, for the past year now, I, I, I'm having kind of a hard time, I think, admitting this um, because I've been trying to do so many things career-wise, but I think I'm having a hard time admitting the fact that I'm a stay-at-home mom. And lately it's just been like really hitting me hard. And I, um, uh, I see you if you're a stay at home mom with however many kids, I only have one. I don't want to say only, but I have, I have one. And, um, if I had more, I don't know what I would be doing, but it's, it is. Can I stop? Can I stop you just to say like, yeah. you don't even have to invalidate or, or validate yourself by saying that you only have one because. No, I know. That's why I like try to stop I know, myself. I know, it's I know. Just, I'm not, I'm not trying to shame you, but what I want to do is go, we should be able to go. And this is my therapist talking. So let me just channel yeah. her. But it's very, very much like, it's fucking hard, Lish. It doesn't matter if you have one or 10. You're allowed right. to talk about it being hard even if you have one. Right. So there, we see the people that have 10, we see the people that have two, three or four, but like, it doesn't mean it's less hard. For you. Yeah. Thank you. It's, um, I think I've like been like, no, well, I'm trying to like work and because I feel like the, you know, I'm always talking about society, right? I think that there's a lot of, um, um, a magnifying glass on the way that society portrays and or um, reflects on the people's life these days. And I think that I'm trying to say that I've, I've like gone after two careers, like during this pandemic and, and since River has been home all the time. So I'm like, I'm not a stay at home mom because I'm still working. Like, no, but I am. <laughs> That's nobody else is watching my kids. So what the fuck, right. who, what am I doing then if I'm not yeah. a stay at home mom? That's right. all I'm doing is, is watching her and uh, watching is, okay, but, it sounds like bad, but, but no, no, it doesn't. But you're not you're not a stay-at-home mom. Sorry. You are all you are also working. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like you are a stay-at-home mom because you're at home and because she doesn't have anywhere else right. to go. Right. Right. But you are also working. So there's also this weird uh and not to say that again, I'm not uh unvalidating a stay-at-home mom, but I'm saying that your situation is one where in fucking COVID and the pandemic has turned it into a weird place because not only are you working, but you're not getting paid for that work no. in either of your jobs, in any of the jobs that you, because at one point you had three. Yeah. So, um, you know, that's a lot of shit to deal with. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Thank you. It's, um, it's it's just it, it it's it's funny to me to to say to myself like oh you're a stay at home like like mom like accept that that's like your biggest job and I'm and I'm now like feeling so like shied away from it because it's I, now that I'm realizing it, <laughs> it sounds so weird but like now that I'm um talking about it more and um first of all it gives me like a weird. I don't know. How do you balance everything is what I want to know. Like, right. Like if you're, if you're a stay at home, mom, like how, how do you balance everything? Because I'm, I'm so confused on how to handle my day to day that my, there is no schedule. And I'm somebody, I, I thrive off consistency. I'm also good with inconsistency, but I think when I'm not in control of my day to day, I'm starting to learn that it is really affecting me 
mentally, my mental health is getting really affected by the fact that I feel like I have no control of my day. And those bits and pieces where I get to work for an hour or I, I get to work on a post that we're doing or we're talking about something or we're FaceTiming about something, like those are the glimpses of like, oh, I'm me. But then I wake up and I go, what am I doing again today? Oh, nothing. I'm, I'm, I'm living off my daughter, basically. Like whatever she wants to do is my day to day. And um, I think the realization of all of that, rather than being like, oh, we're in a pandemic. What else is there to do? What else is there to do? Well, I can't do anything today because this, that, and the other thing is closed. Or I'm realizing that it's just um, I can't keep – there's no other excuses for it anymore, I guess. Or I guess now as the world's reopening, I'm like, I don't want this. Like, I love my kid. Don't get me – I mean, we don't have to say that. But, like, you know, I love my kid. It's – I, I – was saying this the other day, I would rather be working than be a stay at, a stay at home mom. It's, mm-hmm. it's not for me. And I think that that, I'm going to get emotional. I, I feel like I'm bad for saying that, but like I am, um, it's not for me. It's not for me. I'm not, I'm, I'm, I want so many things in my life and that's not to say I don't want to spend time with my kid. I, I want, um, things that I care about to happen and, and, mm-hmm. I want to be there and touch things and do things and do things that I've cared about my entire life. And if I wanted to be a stay-at-home mom, I would have been a stay-at-home mom, but I don't want to be. And I got thrown into this and I didn't really think about it until now. And I know I understand it's a year later and you might be thinking I'm like clueless to the world, but like, I, I, I just kept thinking it was the pandemic and now I'm realizing it's just my life and well, it was though. It was. Yeah, it was. It's both. It, it's both, but it it was because you you had daycare and you had this and that and you had stability and you had a thing going on, and then when all of that changed, nothing was definite. Nothing was told to us that it would be over at some point in time. Right. Nothing was told to us that we would have to uh, act as if the, we were in a perpetual fucking hamster wheel of. We need to make this work day by day. So what you're realizing now is that that perpetual wheel that you've been going through is now feeling like something that's that's real or or uh, permanent mm-hmm. because it's been so long. Because now it's finally like you're realizing, oh my god, I've been doing this for so long, and here it is. Right. Because we were in such a shitty place, and there's no way to 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 predict what was next and to know what you know it it, every day just it just kept going so like to realize that you didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom when now you're realizing hey I'm a stay-at-home mom means I realize that this is not where I want to be I realize that I love my child, but I know what's best for me as a mother yeah. is to continue growing and and moving forward and working on things that I want to build to show her that like a better me is a better mom for her. Because here's the thing, we all have different wants and dreams. And there are people that are yeah. so content to be stay-at-home moms yeah. or stay-at-home dads. And to them I say 
I'm so impressed and grateful for you. Oh my god, you. it's the hardest job. It's so it's, fucking hard. You have to show up. Like you don't you don't yes. get a no. chance to call out sick. You don't get a chance to to be in a bad mood. You don't get a no. chance to sleep in. You don't you don't get that. And I think that part of it is taking away parts of me that I don't like. And I and I don't mean that in a way of like anything other than the fact that like I'm I feel out of control and I and I I I'm not a control freak by any means. But I am I love my independence so much. Something I love about myself. Like one of my truest characteristics about myself is that I'm wildly independent and I can survive on my own for a long time. I, 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 I don't like the idea. Uh, and you know what? Also, I don't want to be problematic. Like this is a, a me thing. I'm not saying that because you're staying at home and you're watching children's like you, children's children that you're losing your independence. That's not it because you're maybe not, you're finding your saying. way to, to tie it all in. I don't know. Right. But also, but also you, you're speaking from yourself and, and it can't be about everybody else right now. Like, yeah. I can't I, please I, everyone. I, I, Listen, I can't, I can't well, please everyone and I no, can't it's make. Not about pleasing everybody. You're speaking from what your experience yeah. is. Sure. Okay. I just want to be inclusive and I don't want to say this is fully my my experience with this whole journey is it, it's fully my experience and what I say is is what I need for my own body and my mind. I have never been somebody to to <laughs> I don't I don't know think about anybody else but myself. I don't want to say that, but it's like I to to know that my day doesn't have me in it unless it works for another person has been a lot for me. Like I, I need, um, I need personal time and like personal space and I need, um, uh, that's not even, that's not even sounding right. Like I, no, it is. And it's not, it's, it's not the thing of like, it's (laughs) the problem is that it's a, it's a perpetual thing. It's not like you're saying, Oh, I haven't gotten this for a day. I need it. Yeah. What it is, is I haven't gotten this for so long. What I'm realizing is I need this time for myself. I need to be able to be independent because that's what I love about myself. Because that's what I'm, uh, because I'm, I'm, I am an independent person and I thrive off of this. What you're doing is realizing that you've missed it. What you're doing is realizing that exactly you haven't had it yeah. and you're going, I need it. And in all of that going, Well, I have to shame myself. Well, I can't feel good about that because I have a child who I love very much. So I can't be independent and I can't love my independence because that means I don't love her. Well, no, that's not true. Fuck all of that. It doesn't mean that you can be independent and love the things you want to love. And still, and even more so, show your child that you love them because you're going, I, I, you know, I don't, I don't even feel like I need to qualify this, but like, it's not talking about abandonment. We're not talking about leaving your kids and, right. you know, flying to Bali for three months. <laughs> We're talking about things like uh, making decisions that give you time to yourself, that allow you to be independent. Like, it's so fucking hard to go, I'm going to leave tonight. And uh, hire a babysitter so I can go out and spend time with my friends. It's so hard to have that on the whim stuff, which is part of being a parent, of course. But, like, 
we can't feel bad about that and shame ourselves for being independent humans that have children. You just right. can't. Right. It, it's not. Yeah. I, I don't like, I, um, I feel like it's less, I, I feel bad. No, 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 no. Wait, that's not it. I feel bad for myself. I feel bad that it, no. Okay. We're not going to talk about, we're not going to talk about me shaming myself. What we're going to talk about is the fact that. Well, but, but, but do, if, if, I don't mean do, but if, if it's what you <laughs> You shame like, yourself, girlfriend. You, you go, go, you go shame off. yourself. You know what? I shame you too. Let's do this. No, no, no. What I mean is, is, is if it's going to be vulnerable and it doesn't feel good yeah. or, or if you're not saying it the right way, who gives a fuck? Say it the way you feel it so that we can all go collectively like, yes, because yeah. we get it. Okay. It's not about you're being correct or not correct voice it out whatever it feels like okay so here's my that's sorry i'm done (laughs) (laughs) here's my thing i lost my job in april right of last year lived out the summer summer was so much fun right we're not we're getting paid a lot through unemployment we're you know we're we're good a lot for Let's not say a lot. A, a, you were surviving. A good amount. Fine. We were surviving. We were surviving. Um, had a great summer. The year goes on. Things are happening. My life is changing a lot behind the scenes. My home life is changing a lot behind the scenes. I'm here now. Everyone's getting vaccinated. Summer's about to come up. And I'm feeling like, why haven't I done anything? And then I go, well, no, you have. But what's fucked up is the monetary thought about it is that I haven't done anything and that other people are getting jobs and other people are going to do this. And I, and I made a decision. I said, I'm not doing that again. I'm not going back into the corporate world again because I am thriving off of my mental health. My heart, my soul is thriving off of being my own person, my, my own business. And, and, um, I had to drop one of those things that I was working on because it wasn't working out with being a stay-at-home mom. So now that the, I think the, the, the fact that the world's re- reopening, I always say it's not affecting me. Like, I don't really see the difference. I'm happy being an introvert. I'm like, good. <laughs> like, I'm good. But I think the um, subconscious effect that it's taking on me is that life is going to be happening again soon. And I don't know where I'm going because I've been since September when I, or what was it, October, November, maybe when I stopped doing real estate, I just, I transitioned into this single momhood where, or not single momhood, I'm sorry, um, stay at home mom, where I'm now going, well, shit, how did I get here? And how the fuck do I get out of it? And what, um, I feel pressure to do something more. And I think that I, I see things, I see, you know, again, TikToks, Instagram reels, like these things about a stay-at-home moms and like how hard it is. I know it's so hard. I'm, I'm there with you. Why do I still feel shame about it though? Why do I still feel like I'm not doing something? Like I am. I'm doing the most, I feel like. Or, or mentally, right? Mentally, I'm telling myself, you are doing the most. You are doing the most. Why do we feel like that? 
Mm-hmm. And I and I and I follow women who are stay-at-home moms and I and I see I don't need to see it to know how hard of work it is. It's mm-hmm. it can be insufferable. Mm-hmm. Um and there's no clocking out, right? So never. There's there's no clocking out. No clocking out. So why do I feel this way? I have no idea. Why do I feel less? I have no idea. Um, why am I stressed out, out of my mind? I have no idea. I, I, it's just um, about this. I mean, I know I'm stressed out for other reasons, but like, why am I stressed out about this feeling of like, well, I need to get a job like next month when I come back, I need to get a job like immediately because that's what I should be doing. And like, um, I don't know. I guess the point is that I don't know what the point the point is. Um, the point is that you don't know. The point is I don't fucking know what I'm doing, and I wish I no. I do know what I'm doing. I do. I don't want to say that. Hold on. I am in a situation that I don't love, and I'm trying to find a different way to make myself happy. But this is the situation that I'm in. And I'm just going to say I have never struggled so hard being a stay-at-home mom. It is – it's – I want to say too much, okay, but, <laughs> but I okay, don't want to say okay. too much. It's a lot. No, but, but what you can say is your stay-at-home mom is not the same as a stay-at-home mom who has a support system from her husband or a support system from her family. Or is near her family. Like you're allowed to express the situation as it is. And you're not a stay-at-home mom that's being supported by someone else. Period. You're not. You're essentially a single stay-at-home mom at this point. Uh, And... that it, 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 it's not even uh, it's not it's not easy um, and it's something that you're allowed to feel comfortable talking or venting or being pissed about. Like you're allowed to be pissed about it. <laughs> Thank you. Period. Thank you. you just you can be pissed about it. I am pissed. You know what? I am pissed about it. I don't you like are. it. I don't like it. it. You should. Yeah, it fucking sucks. I woke up this morning and I'm like, I want to wake up on my own. I don't want somebody waking me up. And lately also River's been waking up at fucking crack ass of dawn. So that's fun, but um, I just I um I'm not functioning well. I'm not functioning to my full capacity because I am. It doesn't work for me, so I'm just gonna leave it at that. It doesn't work for me. Um, it's working for me, and I'm doing it, and I'm doing my best. <laughs> it's just not bringing me joy. So, okay, it's not working for you, but you are working your ass off to for make it. it work. Right. Yes. Thank you. Yeah. So let's. Yeah. 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 That's my that's my Venn session. I am. I mean, it was a cute Venn. Not not, really. not a fan. Thank you. I'm I'm checked out. I'm clocking out. I'm clocking out. Okay. 
8.52. So. 5.52. I don't know why I had to say the time. Yeah, Clock it, it out. There you <laughs> You're like, like, yes, push that button, right. bitch. Push that button. Go. <laughs> Let's go have a cigarette. Ah, uh, yes. Can we talk real quick about something? Yeah. My mini fridge in my hotel has someone's leftovers in it. Ew. <laughs> I want to throw them away, but I also don't want to take them out of the fridge. Ew, dude. There's definitely a, a like, to go, you know, like the, ch- the like, Ew. little boxes. Ew. Um, it's in there. It's. I saw it last night. I got upset, and then I was like, well, it's the fridge. It's fine. No, they should be touching everything. Oh, I know. I know. I know. Uh, anyway, I just, as I was making myself my, my new drink, I, what are you drinking? Noticed, uh, I changed because I drank all the wine. So I changed over to this. Also, the, I will say that the, uh, the woman in the like, um, Irwin, uh, convenient, like, you know, like yeah. the little, uh, I was down there. I'm like, I'm going to take this bottle of wine. I'm going to get a soap on a rope. I'm going to get a bag of popcorn. I'm going to make <laughs> She was like, yes, do what you need to do. I'm like, can I also have a Bloody Mary? And she's like, why wouldn't you? (laughs) Do you need two? Should I get you two? Um, And it was a delightful Bloody Mary. It was? Yeah, I should have gotten two. I actually should have gotten two. You should have gotten two. It's fine. I should have. And, you know, probably two bottles of wine. But I have another night here, so let's relax. Uh, Tomorrow can be your chill night, though. Sunday... I know we talked about the Oscars a little bit, but I don't watch the Oscars. I like the idea of the Oscars. Like, it excites me to see. I I don't think I've watched it in five or so years, but I I like seeing what people wear. And the the vibe of the Oscars weekend brings me glam that doesn't exist in my day-to-day life. So I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? Let me get excited about it. Okay. Just, like, real quick. Since you're talking about what people are wearing, and we haven't talked about this at all. Oh. Uh, Little nip slip. Get up by going to uh, our website, which I don't know right now. Sorry. Getting dash <laughs> the dash bottle dot myshopify.com. <laughs> Go to our fucking Shopify site. Buy our merch if you want to, but also please very No, just do. I don't care if you want it's to or so not. Just go good. buy it. It's so good, you guys. And, like, we've got some, like, serious fashion shoots coming up. You're going to see it <laughs> real time. I will say, though, for, for, for uh, a print-on-demand situation, their flat lays and, and photos are not – they're actually pretty – they're pretty good. You know, they could have been worse, I think, like – to give them a little bit of a prop, but uh, we are going to be showing you the real the real way to style some shit. Yeah, but yeah. the product itself speaks for itself. Absolutely, that's I think that's the biggest point, though, right? It's like I think that looking at what it is and seeing um, the work that was put into it was um, just the best, and it's a great way to support us and and rock it around. Us. You know, we have some um, actually a free thing. That we have. Will they be free? The business cards? I guess they are now because I just said yes. they are. Um, well, we're going to charge people for <laughs> 50 cents a pop. No. <laughs> we want to send. Okay. So tell tell us if you guys think this, uh, if you think this is. I love this idea. 
I love it. I love it too. And I actually told two different people last week and they go, I think that's one of the most, that it's genius. So Gigi also agreed. Yes. Yeah. I was going to say we were on the live and we were talking about, we were on a live a couple weeks ago talking about how mom friends, we don't have them, right? We're talking about this whole venting, finding people that really just get you and can be your rage friend. Um, we don't have those people and it's not because we didn't, I don't know. It's not because of any other reason other than it's really hard to find a mom or a parent that you, a dad, you know, maybe I feel like dads guys have like it different and I don't want to be sexist in that, but I, I feel like the guys I know have been friends with these guys for since they were like eight years old. That's the people I know. Like every guy I know has been has a best friend that they've known since they were like out of the womb. But it, it there is a it it's a hard time like finding people. I think maybe for us, I'm somebody like like we spoke on earlier. I don't want to be somebody who's friends with like Rivers friends get the moms. Like I want I want some genuine friendship, and it's so easy to have superficial friendships with these people that you meet and maybe daycare or school or whatever it might be up until rivers however old so my my thought was mm-hmm. and sarah's and mine's solution to my thought was <laughs> that we should come out with like mom business cards for hitting the bottle so um they'll kind of say some kind of thing of like do you fucking hate parenting? No, I'm kidding. (laughs) They'll kind of say something around that idea. And it'll kind of be like a cool moms need cool moms kind of thing. And you can slip it to somebody. You're at the park. Maybe you're at a bar. Maybe you're wherever you are. We'll give you as many cards as you want. And it'll like say on the back, like, listen to this podcast if you think that or or check them out. Even look at our Instagram. I think you can get our vibe, I think, right. overall from our Instagram, but definitely also listen to the podcast, leave a review, all that stuff. Um, and then give me a call if it's something that you might be into. Because then I think you can yes. kind of seed them out or seed them in. Um, who do I want to vibe with? Who do I like? Are you into the same things I am? Can we talk about shit? Yes. Right. So, um, and then you can kind of write in, you can write in your own phone number on the back and you can just slip them wherever you feel the need because I need mom friends. I don't have, you know, we've talked about this a little bit, but like I, I'm happy where I'm at. I think it would be cool to kind of have like a mom, um, group and what I was almost going to think, which I haven't told Sarah yet, but I was almost thinking of like, what if we had like a weekly vent zoom? With whoever wanted to come on, and we just like rage it all out, right? We're just like, like, and like, no judgment, no cleaning up. We're not trying to solve anybody's problems. We are literally just like, this happened, this happened, this happened, this happened. And we're just like laughing and talking about it. Nobody's giving each other advice. We're just like word vomiting on each other. And, um, and we can also, I mean, if a zoom is too aggressive, we can even do it as like stories that if people want to send in. I love a zoom because it's like, you get to go. I mean, I love a zoom, Mm -hmm. but I think that you get to go, uh, I love a zoom. Yeah. Like I fucking hated every second of that. That happened to me yesterday too. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, um, just, just the, 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 the better end of someone being 
like, oh, I'm so sorry that happened to you. And it being more like, yeah, that happens to me every fucking day. I see you. Mm -hmm. And just like having your mom. Yeah. I just, I like it. I like it. I like it too. I think if it's difficult for you to, I don't want to say like it's on you, but if it's difficult for you or you're finding it difficult to find people that you really vibe with and you're listening and you're going, these are the people that I might want to hang out with or that not Sarah and I specifically, but maybe that kind of energy or that kind of openness, no judgment zone. Um, maybe that would be really cool because it's really fucking hard. And that's why I don't have them. You know, I mean, I'm also very, you know, I'm pretty, like I said, um, reclusive perhaps, but this year has been weird, and I think that whatever we can do to connect and um, connect in a comfortable way, because right, like social interaction can interactions can be so overwhelming. The idea of yeah. meeting up with somebody can be so overwhelming. So let's take the pressure off. Do a Zoom call. Nobody wear whatever the fuck you want. You don't have right. to leave your house. Whatever the fuck you want. Let's get on a call. Let's fucking right. just chat it out. No pressure. You can sit on mute if you want to. Like. Yeah. Well, that's, I think the biggest thing is like getting to the, the hardest part about any relationship is getting to know somebody. Yeah. Right. So if it's like, Oh, I have to ask you a million questions. Oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. But if you can just slide someone a card and be like, here's where I'm at. And they go, Oh, I know this shit. I know we're the same shit. Yep. Let's do this. Like just to give them that little moment where you go, Oh, it takes so much pressure off because I don't have to talk to you about uh-huh. the small, right, right. bullshit because I know we're on the same page. It's like the ultimate look, right? It's like the ultimate look yeah. at another person. It's like, you get me, I get you. Okay. Wait, did I talk about this on a uh, – it might have been, might've been one of our lives, but you know, I was at the um, – I was at the day, or daycare. I was at the park and the playground, and I was like playing with Owen and I kind of walked him over to the side and there was this woman and her baby was in a stroller like wasn't even out playing on the playground she was just like sitting on the bench her baby was in the stroller don't know how old they were couldn't see but she was just like gave the kid the bottle had her own drink which was probably water and she was like cheers kid yeah like cheers him and I was like that's my bitch like those are our people she was like cheers child and at that moment I was like okay I get her you know, but here's the thing. The version of that is this card. Like just, you see that person, then you go drop that card off and you go, yes. Right. You are, our people come hang out. Yeah. And I think there, I think personality wise, there can be many, um, not like you and me are the only end all be all of personalities, but I think socially speaking, you and I are a lot different, right? Like you, this week we were talking about how you like to go out and and have conversations with people and talk to strangers and strike up conversation that might be meaningful and, and have those. I'm complete opposite. I have social anxiety, so I don't love that. I, I, the people that I am close to mean the entire world to me. So I, I kind of want to know like what you're about before I get invested. (laughs) I was like, like, no, it's, 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 I mean, the same thing is, is if you could cut that out with, any relationship like if you would just tell me what you're about before we get into this so I can not waste my time we're moms we're parents we're dads we're we don't have time for this shit we just need to like right right I've made I've made friends in a park and we've become friends on Facebook and I don't even know those people's names anymore I'm like 
it didn't end up working out for a reason, probably because I'm socially awkward and I didn't follow up with you, but also because if I feel a connection with you or if I know that we're on an equal playing or not equal playing field, but if I know that we're on the same like energy level and all of that, like I want to invest and I want to be friends with you. But I think Mm -hmm. that it's really hard to find people that you listen, there's a huge stigma about I'm, I'm, I'm putting air quotes, complaining about your kid, mm-hmm. talking about your kid, talking about your role as a mother, as a mm-hmm. father, mm-hmm. as a caregiver. There's a huge stigma about it. And if you talk about it, the response is normally, well, then maybe you shouldn't have kids, right? Or that's the gen- generic mm-hmm. response. So From people who've never had kids. Right. <clears throat> so how do, we, how do we move past that? How do we, how do we not try to have those engagements? How do we try to have more meaningful engagements? And I think that that's kind of our mini solution to this is mm-hmm. let's be silent about it. Slip a little card. Don't bother anyone. I would love that. As such mm-hmm. an introvert, oh like God. I would love Imagine that. Someone just like slipped that and you were like, what is uh-huh. this? And you kind of like looked it up. And I'm like, like, oh, oh shit. 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 Like you are cool with all. Yeah. It reminds me a little bit, but like in a less gross way of like either Atlantic City or today as I was going down the boardwalk. Or like Las Vegas where they're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They were like handy shit. But even like walking down Venice today, there was people, you know, trying to hand stuff out. And I get to this guy, these three guys, and they're handing out CDs. And he hands me a CD and he's like, baby, listen to this. And I'm like, oh, I, I, you know, I don't really want it. And he's like, no, you're supporting us. It's uh, it's reggae. It's great music. I'm like, I'm certain it's great music. I, I don't own a CD player. <laughs> and he was, and he was like, okay, remember my name is Ja Ice. And I'm like, Ja Ice, I love you. I'm sure it's great music, but please take this back and give it to people that will, that can use yeah. it. Anyway. At that moment, I was like, this is how you do it, though. It's like, give them something that's not a CD. Right. You don't have to do anything with it. But like, no, don't do anything with it. You don't have to plug it in. You don't have to do shit. But also, uh, Jaiz might have really good music, so I'm just going to throw it out there and plug it. You guys want to go listen to Jaiz. J-A-H-I-S-C-E. No, no S. Just (laughs) I-C-E. I've had one too many drinks and uh, don't know how to spell. <laughs> well, good thing this is not a spelling competition. Well, is it not? It's not. Um, it's not. You know what? We I, get to correct everything that we yes, say, Lord. quote unquote, wrong in our show notes. So fuck the rest. Or just cut it out. Uh, wait, can I? Uh, wait, can I just tell you what Joe said to me? Because I thought this was really funny. Um, okay, so so real quick, Joe has been texting me, so I just I just want to throw this out there because that is funny. We played with sand earlier, and he had a conniption when I told him it was time to get ready to go to the museum. Then, like an hour ago, he said, "Can I have sand again?" And I said, "Well, Bub, you're not really doing anything I ask you to do right now, so I don't think that would be much fun for any of us." And he said, "I think it would be fun for me." <laughs> it's so dark i love it i love it i love it i'm like yes baby that's my kid yes owen he he goes are you aware of pocano i'm like i have no idea what that means what he he just said i'm just reading this i never i haven't read this yet 
It's his way of saying volcano. We've been playing with dinosaurs in the bathtub, and yesterday he put together this stack of foam letters and was like, this is pocano. And I thought he said potato, <laughs> which, made, which made him mad. Anyway, if he says pocano, he means volcano, FYI. Thank you so much for mansplaining my child to me. I'm sorry. Is that not the response you were looking for? Because that's how I feel right now. Like, I don't know what my kids say. If you think that he, well, it's also funny, like, he doesn't think that I've ever, uh, are you, he said first before that, are you aware of Pocano, right? So me saying no, I'm like, I don't know. What is he going to tell me? Uh, if you mean, do I understand what my kid says to me? Yes. Yes. Am I the interpreter of everything he says? Yes. Yes. I have to do that. I have to be like, she's saying this. She's saying this. Always. Always. We all do. We all. No one understands your kid. For us that understands our kid. (laughs) No one else understands your kid. I always thought it was so funny, like, seeing my nephews grow up and um, how they would speak. And I was always like, God, I thought it was like a a foreign monstrosity that yeah. my sister-in-law Elena could like understand them and I was like how like not monstrosity I yeah. mean this in a good way uh, like a foreign it was like a foreign language and I was like I don't know how you do that how do you do that I don't get it and now I'm like she'll be like I want the zibbity zabbity over to the zibbity bop on the bagel and I'm like she wants her cream cheese on her bagel okay mm-hmm. <laughs> I do I do actually think that being in the situation where you have to understand a child that is speaking in a way like you actually get it more. Sure. Like I, I do feel like I'm with other kids now and I'm like, oh, they're saying this. I get it. And, you know, there's some things you don't understand, but you're like, oh, I get this so much more now yeah. having a child that says random crazy ass shit. Mm-hmm. I get your kid more than I would have if I were a non-parent. Right, 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 right. Do you want to vent? I feel like I I just took over the entire time of venting about uh, being a stay-at-home mom. Do we just call this being a stay-at-home mom? Because I think that's the only thing I talked about. I'm not sorry about it, but uh, no, I don't think I don't think it, you shouldn't be sorry about it. I don't. Um, Is there anything I else think, you want to add to that, though? Um, I think that this week has been. I've gone through. Um, I've gone through a lot this week in, uh, nerves and acceptance and allowance and, uh, I'm not sure that I'm ready to kind of like dig into what this week has meant, uh, yet, but we've talked about Joe being here. So it's like, that's there. Uh, and I've also hit on some things, um, I don't, no, I don't have I don't have anything to add to that 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 would be beneficial for anybody. <laughs> Cuz you know what I'm doing? I'm benefiting everybody who's listening. You are. It is. No, it is. <laughs> I, I mean what I what I what I would go into right now would take us into a place uh quite different. So I I don't want to do that. Um I mean, we're here. Do, we're here but, for the ride. But well, we're at uh, an hour and 30 minutes. What okay. I was going to do was go, uh, Drizzly tried to give me some. Oh, well, let's talk Let's talk about Drizzly real quick because you know what? We need to shout them out. And you know what? I actually, I have a rebuttal to this because I, 
Mm, okay, you start. No, should I tell what happened? Because I started the drizzly yeah, order. Please do. Go. Yeah. Okay. So this Tuesday, I was yeah. out. I was having a couple margaritas, enjoying myself. And Sarah and I were talking, and she said, I just finished my last glass of wine. I'm probably going to go try to get some more. And I said, say no more. I am going to order you some, you little bad bitch. That was my mentality after my two margaritas. I was like, I got you. Hello, let me be your hero. And you were? So, um, no. Um, Okay, so I I placed an order. So Sarah now drinks the same wine that I do, which I think is wildly adorable and just makes my heart – Well, minus her apresol. Okay, apresol, we still love you. We want you. We need you. Also, we need Oyster Bay. Sauvignon Blanc to just sponsor our entire lives. So anyway, I um, sent her two bottles of wine. What else did I send you? Is that it? It, Was it two bottles of wine? I mean, that's all I got in the end. <laughs> yeah, that was. That was the. I didn't get it. I don't know. It was. It sounds like it should have been more for the cost of that experience. But, however, anytime I try to send Sarah something, this is an ongoing thing that it gets fucked up every single time. It's been food orders. For the first time, you did it. Previous drizzly orders, like she'll say something, and I'm like, "You need this." And we do the same thing to each other. I just have a lot easier <laughs> address than she does, I guess, because <laughs> we do this to each other a lot. Probably like w- like once every two weeks, we try to send each other something when we're going through a day. Anyway, um, I tried to send her two bottles of wine, and um, you tell the rest because you were there. Uh, no, it was cute. It was. Um... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Joe was, Joe was over at this point in time. So it was funny. Cause I was like, Oh, okay. Um, Oh, I got to go down and get it. Cause you were like, they were there. So I went downstairs. Uh, no one was there. No one was there. And so I said, Oh, no one's here. And then from your end, it was, Oh no, this person's so angry. Uh, they don't know how to get in, but I gave them information how to get in and they just aren't, they aren't responding to me properly. They, and I was like, okay, well, let me go back downstairs. Um, anyway, so what happens is there is a address that is exactly my address, but with a different zip code. So my address is, there's two of them. There's the same exact address. But if you change the zip code, one's in Venice and one's in Los Angeles. And if you put Los Angeles, it will switch the zip code automatically. And this has happened to me. I lost, I'm not going to say an amount of money, but I lost a bunch of shit because it got sent to this non-residential uh, place in downtown Los Angeles with the same address. And I, uh, it's very, very sad. Anyway, this man drove there and called Alicia because Alicia put her information on it. So called Alicia like eight times to be like, it's not right. It's not right. It's not right. What do I do? And of course she's like, I don't know. I'm not even there. Like I'm in Boston. What is this? I'm just trying to like help my friend out. Like what the fuck? And eventually does though get, you know, because she, also this has happened to us before. So, uh, 
poor Lisha is like, I never want to do anything nice again. Well, because I always make it a point to switch it from, I know that this is the only, the only, only lying factor of making this go wrong is the Los Angeles versus Venice. I know. So I know I do it. It's the only thing I know about this. I don't need to do anything else special. This is the only thing I need to – well, minus also add, like, gluten-free to anything that I'm ordering for her. Okay. But I I do – I check it 9 million times. I don't know what happened that night. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But it doesn't even matter. There's some, like, glitch in the system that literally goes – It did. Oh, this – I'm going to put it in it. it. It's, 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 it's happened to me so many times. Anyway, this man was apparently at my front door like eight times. I went downstairs like eight times. He was never there. And then finally, I think, uh, the friend that you were spending time with got on the phone with me and was like, I had a conversation. He's there. <laughs> and I said, okay, I'm going down. I'm doing it. And uh, at this point, Joe had already left. So Joe had been here through the whole thing. I kept being like, Joe, I'm going downstairs. Joe, I'm going downstairs. Joe, I'm getting wine. <laughs> I swear wine I is coming. More wine, which I think he actually drank most of it. Well, I mean, not in a gross way, but I'm pretty sure he's drank more of it than I have. Uh, I was going to bring it with me, and then I was like, I'll just leave it. Fine. Um, anyway, finally I go down. There's a man there. He's got the wine. I open the door and I'm like, oh, hello. And he's immediately pissed. He's immediately like, well, I've been all around and I had to go here and I had to go there. And I'm like, okay, uh, of course you have. I get it. It's I get how stressed you are. Here's the thing. She put in the right address. Oh, well, okay. Well, what, your friend bought this for you? Like, he was mad. Yeah. Or, like, someone else got this for you and didn't have the right address. And I was like, yeah. And how sweet is that? Well, and I I literally, I was like, how sweet is that that someone got that for me? Like, this is a really nice thing for me. And I I see that you had a really rough day and that was a long drive. And, like, I get it. And then he was like, I need your ID. And I was like, fuck you. Come upstairs. (laughs) You're like, I didn't bring it down. Right. Yeah. So anyway, he comes upstairs and I I did the same thing. I give to him. I was like, look, dude, I, I'm not going to feel bad about this. You can't throw this on me and make me feel like shit. No. Your app did the wrong thing. Right. We were trying, uh, my friend was trying to do something nice for me. You've delivered it. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. And I texted it to you and your response was, what the fuck are you saying? <laughs> apparently my text was so like... Okay. To uh, be fair, you... Foreign. Okay, really? You want to get into... Well, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Well, my text was so like... What I'm saying is it was like a voice text, so it was so like uh, poorly spoken because I wasn't drunk because I hadn't drank any wine yet, let's just say. Let's be honest. Yeah. No, but um, sure. Um, you also sometimes I don't want to, we don't talk about this on the podcast, but uh, okay. you also sometimes speak in in Chinese, not on purpose, <laughs> but you do. <laughs> I don't mean that in a way of like you're not making sense. I mean you <laughs> literally text me in Chinese, and we've googled. I've I I've had okay. to Google your text messages yes. to translate them into English. Not, okay, fair. You're correct. And I am not going to deny you that conversation. <laughs> However, 
that conversation and that text was not in Chinese. That was just me talking. No, no, you're right. You're right. Listen. And then you called me and you're like, I have no idea what you said. I'm like, oh, well, let me tell you now. And then you were like, I can't hear you. And I was like, okay. What a joy. What a fucking joy I am on a Tuesday night. Drinking margaritas, trying to send my friend wine, and she's just. You are a joy. You're my best joy. You're my favorite joy. I'm sorry. I'm sorry for that failure. You know, listen, here's the thing. I'm just never going to send you anything else for the rest of my life. I don't, well, I don't need you to send me things, but that does make me sad. It brings me less joy. I'll tell you that. (laughs) I'm not happy about it. (laughs) It's okay. You don't actually have to send me anything ever. Um, I'm happy about sending you things. I'm not happy about not being able to get it to you yeah. correctly. Well, it doesn't matter because you're just going to be living here for sure. a while. That's so. true. I'll see you in a week and we'll talk yeah. about it then. Seven days from today. It is Saturday. We're recording. It's Saturday. We're going to be there. Oh, my God. One week from today, One, bitches. Literally only six sleeps. And we're gonna fucking show our faces to all of you all the time. It's gonna be. We're gonna do all the stuff. We're gonna take our kids to daycare. And you're gonna have a space to yourself. Anyway. Shall we? Okay. You know what? Go onto the website. What is it again? www.hitting-the-bottle.myshopify.com Go there. Go there now. Buy one thing. Buy two. Buy three. Buy four. Buy five. Buy it all. Do it We're really good at rapping. We're really I am a rapper, if you didn't know. No. Right. Do it now. Anyway, if you didn't like that, Still don't do it. We really appreciate you. Um, if you didn't, if you didn't like that, I don't. I don't. If you didn't I like that, then I don't know what to say to you because I didn't like it either. Did you not? I felt good about that. Listen, I apologize for nothing. Go, go to our website at our Shopify. Yeah. Go fucking buy yeah, some shit. Do the damn thing. Click, click, click. And if you sign up for Patreon, which is $5 a month, which we're going to bring you some real content, mm-hmm. some extra content, some recipes, some uh, early episodes, a Facebook group that's just all your own. Like, there are things happening. $5 a month. Huge support to us. Brings you 20% off through the end of May on all merchandise. Any, like, order today, 20% off. Order tomorrow, 20% off. <laughs> Order May 23rd. 20% 20 off. Right? Yeah. Just a little cute. 20% off. So, uh, yes, friends, we love you. We appreciate you. We would love it if you supported us so we can keep bringing you some good shit all the time. Yeah. And, um, love it. Subscribe? Um, yeah, definitely. Go check out our, you know, we always say if you're enjoying listening to us, we're enjoying having Obviously you here. You Thank you so much for being here. Um, if you haven't already, go to Apple Podcasts, leave us a little review. It helps us out a ton, and it just really brings us exposure that we really want to continue growing this community. So 
appreciate you. Thank you for being here again. Yeah. And if you have a spill the wine, which uh, we really, really, really love, uh, which is a story of parenthood, of uh, pregnancy, birth story, um, hardships with a toddler, whatever it is, we want to hear it. We want to share it. So hello at hittingthebottlepod.com. Send us your content. You have to record on your phone. It can be an, any amount of time that you want it to be that makes you feel comfortable. And if you don't feel comfortable speaking, then just send us an email and yeah. we'll read it for you. Absolutely. Um, but our Spill the Wines are, are super helpful for other people and super helpful for us and our community. So we love them a lot. Yeah. Send them our way. We love you. Uh, we love hotel rooms. <laughs> and for fuck's sake... Shake your beverages. Not your babies. Bye. Bye, 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 cutie. Bye, you bitch. Bye. Later, bitch. Time to hit the bottle, there. <laughs>